Hello friends, it's Sean here and it is so good that you have chosen this moment to invite me into your day. I wonder where you're at, what you're up to, how you're going, are you just starting out the day and this is as your brain wakes up or is this as you are in the car driving somewhere or perhaps you are going for a jog, good for you if you are currently exercising. I am not. Well, it's hard to read the Bible while exercising, which is the beauty of podcasts, right? But wherever you are, at the beginning, middle or end of your day, busy, active or chilled, great to have your company as we will read another chapter of God's Word together. And as we read, we will be learning more about this young man named David and in doing so, learning more about what God has planned for his kingship over our lives and how Jesus wants to be king in your heart and mine and over each person who walks the face of this earth. We have a big, loving God and king, my friends. And it is so great that we can come before him this morning. Come, Holy Spirit, teach us, shape us, use your word to bring us closer to you. Well, with all that said, let's read, shall we? 1 Samuel chapter 19. Saul now urged his servants and his son Jonathan to assassinate David. But Jonathan, because of his strong affection for David, told him what his father was planning. Tomorrow morning... He warned him, you must find a hiding place out in the fields. I'll ask my father to go out there with me and I'll talk to him about you. Then I'll tell you everything I can find out. The next morning, Jonathan spoke with his father about David, saying many good things about him. The king must not sin against his servant David, Jonathan said. He's never done anything to harm you. He has always helped you in any way he could. Have you forgotten about the time he risked his life to kill the Philistine giant and how the Lord brought a great victory to all Israel as a result? You were certainly happy about it then. Why should you murder an innocent man like David? There is no reason for it at all. So Saul listened to Jonathan and vowed, As surely as the Lord lives, David will not be killed. Afterward, Jonathan called David and told him what had happened. Then he brought David to Saul, and David served in the courts as before. War broke out again after that, and David led his troops against the Philistines. He attacked them with such fury that they all ran away. But one day, when Saul was sitting at home with a spear in hand, the tormenting spirit from the Lord suddenly came upon him again. As David played his harp, Saul hurled his spear at David. But David dodged out of the way, and leaving the spear stuck in the wall, he fled and escaped into the night. Then Saul sent troops to watch David's house. They were told to kill David when he came out the next morning. But Michael, David's wife, warned him, If you don't escape tonight, you will be dead by morning. So she helped him climb out through a window 
and he fled and escaped. Then she took an idol and put it in his bed, covered it with blankets, and put a cushion of goat's hair at its head. When the troops came to arrest David, she told them he was sick and couldn't get out of bed. But Saul sent his troops back to get David. He ordered, Bring him to me in his bed so I can kill him. But when they came to carry David out, they discovered that it was only an idol in the bed with a cushion of goat's hair at its head. Why have you betrayed me like this and let my enemy escape? Saul demanded of Michael. I had to, Michael replied. He threatened to kill me if I didn't help him. So David escaped and went to Ramah to see Samuel, and he told him all that Saul had done to him. Then Samuel took David with him to live in Naoth. When the report reached Saul that David was in Naoth in Ramah, he sent troops to capture him. But when they arrived and saw Samuel leading a group of prophets who were prophesying, the Spirit of God came upon Saul's men, and they also began to prophesy. When Saul heard what had happened, he sent other troops, but they too prophesied. The same thing happened a third time. Finally, Saul himself went to Ramah and arrived at the great well in Seku. Where are Samuel and David? he demanded. They are in Naoth, in Ramah, someone told him. But on the way to Naoth and Ramah, the Spirit of God came even upon Saul, and he too began to prophesy all the way to Naoth. He tore off his clothes and lay naked on the ground all day and all night, prophesying in the presence of Samuel. The people who were watching exclaimed, What? Is even Saul a prophet? Jesus, we thank you that you have a plan for us and that plan is good. And your plan didn't begin when we got out of bed this morning, but your plan began eons ago. So many generations ago, you were preparing the way to come and save us and that we could live this life in your presence, growing in our relationship with you and in our service of you, our triune God. You are amazing in our small human minds. As much as we try to understand just how vast your plans are and how deep your love is for us, we just cannot do it. So we just surrender to your magnificence and enormity. And we love you. And we are grateful for you. And it's in your name we pray all of these things, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> 